Hi there, welcome to another episode of The Heart of a Youth Leader, a weekly podcast for all those involved in youth and children's work in our churches. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Today I want to talk about being obedient to whatever it is God's asking you to do. And that's really important always. Uh, But it's especially relevant, I think, at the moment when we're trying to work out what we should be doing. Do we go back to doing what we used to do before the pandemic hit us? Or do we take the opportunity to see what the Lord wants to do now? Is it something different? Does he want us to do similar or start something new? What is he calling you to do? Uh, And this week I've been reading 1 Samuel uh, and I was struck by the way Uh, the Lord leads Samuel to anoint David to be the king after Saul. Uh, And taking this up in 1 Samuel chapter 16, says this, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Moses, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then made Shammah pass by, but Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Now, there's so much in this story, and it's probably quite a well-known story to many of us. But the thing that stood out for me is Samuel's obedience to whatever the Lord was saying to him. You know, there's one thing for the Lord to say, Samuel, I want you to go find Jesse's family because I'm anointing one of his children, one of his boys to be the next king. Uh, And so Samuel goes with obedience after a bit of fear and intrepidation as well. But he goes uh, and he meets Eliab, the eldest, and he sees him and thinks, surely this is the one. 
This is when, when the Lord said, one of Jesse's boys is going to be king. I've just met Eliab. He's fantastic. He must be who God's meaning. But Samuel has the wisdom to pray, Lord, is this the one? And it challenges me that when you get an, a hint of what God's asking you to do, how often do you check back each step of the way? You know, God may be saying to you to start a new youth group or to start a new way of reaching young people in your school. Uh, and, and so we do that out of obedience, but then we go, this would be a great idea. We could show this video and we could do this activity. But do we actually go, Lord, is that what you mean? Uh, and, it's, and it's a real challenge. You know, Thrive have just taken on some more mission enablers to help more churches to do youth work. We're rolling up our sleeves and trying to get alongside. Uh, and, and we're convinced this is what the Lord is asking us to do. But the danger is we've got these people on our team. We could go, right, what can we do? Rather than going, Lord, what's the next step? This is what we're thinking. Is it right? And, and Samuel has such a relationship with the Lord that he can go, uh, as he does uh, in, in verse 6, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But we hear his prayer life going on because obviously the Lord doesn't speak vocally to Samuel at this point or at least it doesn't say he does but the Lord said to Samuel do not consider his appearance for I have rejected him so Samuel's going surely this is the right one isn't it Lord and and God's going actually no it's not and how good that Samuel has that relationship that he can hear the Lord say yes or no and he even is so uh, obedient to God that when all Jesse's sons pass through, Samuel goes, is that it? Have you not got any more kids? Because I don't think it's any of these. And then there's the eighth son, David, and he's the one who gets anointed as king. And it may be that we get to the end of our human ability and we're going, uh, Lord, you've said no to all the plans. You want us to start this new youth ministry, but you've said no every time we've asked, is this what you want us to do? Is this what you want us to do? Uh, and it's, it's the thing that God lights our path. He will show us the next step. When he says, I want you to do this new thing, he doesn't go, so I'm going to sit back and watch what you do. He goes, and I'm in it with you. So take every thought, every challenge, every question, every opportunity, every idea back to him and go, okay, Lord, you know that new group you want me to start? I'm thinking this is going to be a good idea. Is that what you're thinking? and give yourself space to hear. Now, what does hearing look like? I think sometimes it's a gut instinct. Sometimes you can feel the Lord gently guide you and it's learning to hear the Father's voice. Whether it's, uh, uh, for me, it's a gentle uh, voice. It's never a challenging or critical voice. Uh, and it's a thought, isn't it? Um, uh, it sometimes it's, it's a confirmation because you have a real sense of peace or I get a sense of, of, of peaceful excitement, if that makes sense. Uh, sometimes our, our confirmation, it's the Lord, comes from talking to Christians that we value and trust their opinion of. Say, would you pray about this and let me know? I've got a wonderful staff team and a wonderful bunch of trustees who I can do this with. This is what I think the Lord's saying to us. Could you, could you pray and see if you agree? Uh, and it's so important that we don't try and do this all on our own. Uh, and so do that. But the thing is, God is asking each of us to do something. And he's probably asking each of us to do something new at this time. 
The challenge is, are we willing to spend time listening and then acting out of obedience? Jesse went, uh, Samuel went to Jesse because out of obedience to what the Lord asked, even though he was scared that he might be killed. And then once he's gone to Jesse, he's, he's obedient enough to say, Lord, is this the one? And my challenge to you this week is to be going, Lord, is this the idea? Is this the next step? Because we don't want to do anything that he's not asking us to do, but we want to do everything that he is telling us to do. Go for it. Thank you.